Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Walking Your Way to Fitness. I am your host, Susan Rico. On this podcast, we'll be answering more questions and talking about healthy eating. And yes, 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 we will talk about walking. Keep in mind, nutrition is so important. So whether you're wanting to lose weight, maintain or gain, either way, you want to be healthy and feel your best. Um, As I mentioned in my last podcast, and I tell everyone this, if you do not have your nutrition dialed in, you will have a difficult time. I have a guest today, a very special guest, my personal chef, and someone who has been on my vegan journey with me for the past seven and a half years. What? (laughs) My husband, James Presnell. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you, honey, for having me. I so appreciate it. Well, welcome to my podcast, honey. Thank you. And thank you for everything you do for me. I am so honored to be here. (laughs) All right. So I often get this question, mostly from family, friends who know me on Facebook. What does my husband do for a living? Can you touch on that just a little bit for us? Oh, golly. Uh, well, so I've been in the field of IT for about 25 years and will, while wearing that hat, I do just a little bit of everything, uh, on the side, also do some work with unmanned aerial systems, both uh, civilian and military for a government contractor, custom fabrication, uh, dog tending, just about everything, I yes, suppose. This yeah, is true. I do. Yeah. So what do you do for me? <laughs> <laughs> what a, don't you do for a, me? A little bit, a little bit of everything: custom fabrication, uh, <laughs> modification, vehicle repair, and I make a mean curry. You do. I do. I make a mean. I will admit that I make a yes, mean curry. Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. Um, am I a pain in the ass? <laughs> okay. Am I a pain in the ass when it's time to cook for me? My nutrition, because now I'm doing some bodybuilding. Um, again, as I mentioned in my last podcast, I only have one kidney, so, uh, my protein looks different than everyone else's. My food looks a little bit different. I can't quite eat like a bodybuilder. So trying to gain muscle is a little harder for me. So I know it's, it's tough. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it is. And it's partially tough for me because I don't particularly enjoy the cooking. I know you don't. But, uh, (laughs) out of a sense of duty, I, I I do it. Now, when it comes to the Indian food, obviously I go through hell to make food that I want to eat. Me too. But uh, no, cooking the way we eat is difficult, and it it requires a very high level of effort. It does. So, and it requires a lot of learning. I've had to learn a lot of things about cooking, for yeah. sure. Yes. And so, you'll notice I did not answer the question. You didn't. I know. When I get hangry, I know you're like, okay, what do you want to eat? Yeah, no. I, I, I can see it coming, folks. We know the dogs, me and the dogs. It's like a spider sense. <laughs> Really, you just something's wrong, but you don't know what's what's that. It's a disturbance in the forest, <laughs> right? What? What? Oh. So yeah, no, the cooking the cooking uh, does take a lot of effort, but uh, 
it's nice because we control everything that goes in our everything food. we rarely eat out we should mention that yeah what maybe once or twice a month and I that suppose? was before the pandemic right that's just how it's been always partially because when we're eating foods out of packages or from restaurants we can't control what's in them exactly and in order to maintain our health and improve our health we gotta control what's on the fork sure for a while there i would stand over you if you remember and see how much oil you were using yes <laughs> and i'm like you're not going to use that much oil are you so you've really toned it down over the years with well, the oil because you know i'm not a big fan of oil and we buy the no salt vegetables i rarely add salt well to the food with the one kidney i i have right. to be on low sodium right so instead of using uh salt and other flavor enhancers we use the spices to their potential Exactly. And you're so good at that. It has not been easy. It's best, I notice, and I'm sure you notice, when you meal prep for us. So you'll make a big batch and we can eat on it for many days. During the day, you know, I can scramble some tofu, make my smoothies, have my bars, snack, whatever. But it's so easy just to take it out of the fridge and it's already... Right. Well, and we should say that we're fortunate too, that I work from home, you're home. So there is uh, it, it makes life easier that way. But if you do have to go to work, you have to be away from the house. The meal prep becomes even more important that you have things that you can stick in a container. You can heat them up, eat them cold, whatever, right. so that you're not at the mercy of food vendors right. who are not interested in necessarily your health. They're just interested in selling you the, the product exactly. and you can't fault them for that necessarily. Right. And, and you can still eat that stuff sometimes. Sometimes. Like we don't like to eat a lot of processed food, but... Sometimes we like to, oh, we'll try those plant-based nuggets or <laughs> like we did yesterday. <laughs> sometimes, hey, Chipotle has the, oh, yes. has the tofu dish. It's right. nice sometimes just to not have to cook and go get that. But yes. it has to be a rare occasion, a treat and instead of, although I'd rather have my curry than Chipotle. Um, so would I. Or the Thai food that you make for me. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Thai. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So in the last seven and a half years, it's taken us a long time to get to this place as far as where, what we eat, because for a while I was a chunky vegan. I mean, you know, you don't oh, know what to yeah. eat. I'm eating a bunch of processed foods. Oh, sure. I'll try, you know, that fake fish or I'll try that fake chicken. Oh, Jesus. And, it took a year oh, to figure out how to cook. I will tell you the first time I went to the grocery store on my own, when I decided this is it, I'm vegan. I did not buy anything. I was in tears at the store. And I left without anything because I thought I need to go home and do some more research. I have no idea what to buy besides apples. <laughs> well, and you know what's funny about that? If you think about how many types of meat most people will generally eat, it's like four or five different types of meat. Yet there are tens of thousands of fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, exactly. tubers, everything. There are all these choices, but we are so inculcated with the meat culture yes. that you take away the meat and we don't know what the hell to do. That's right. I, we didn't either. I mean, I grew up, I grew up in the country in Kansas, folks. I mean, which is where we're at now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pot roast and biscuits and gravy with sausage and bacon and just every meal. Yes, every freaking meal. And, and it's, it's I grew hard. up eating mostly um, Mexican food and Southern cooked food. Yeah, uh, lots of oil. I mean, I remember by my parents buying lard. And stacking up in the corner oh, of the yeah. pantry. <laughs> Give me the lard. No. I just think of 
all the bad times eating when, you know, growing up and not knowing, just not knowing how to eat right. Yeah, because uh, I, I forget who it was, Esselstyn or Gregor, or one of those mm-hmm. guys. They basically said when you change your diet for every year that you ate the wrong way, it's a month. Mm-hmm. To get your body. So if you spent 30 years eating wrong, it's three years right. to get from where you are to get to a better state of health sure. if you're strict about it. Right. And that's the other thing that we had to come to terms with is that this is not a quick transformation. This is not a light switch. Yeah, you will feel a little better initially. Mm-hmm. Yes. I always tell people give it 30 days. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Give it 30 days, see how you feel. If you don't like it, you can't do it, whatever. But it's it's a long-term game. Well, if you don't like it and you can't figure it out, there, there's so much information and there's out there and there's so many um, uh, plant-based doctors that will help you, nutritionists that will help you. There's really no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry. There's just not. No, no, there, there isn't. And I feel better now in my 40s than I did when I was 30. Me too, and I'm almost 50. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the best it. shape. I'm in the best. <laughs> I'm in the best shape of my life now. I know. I, and, October when I turn fifty, I'm I plan on being more muscular, you know, just more lean. Um, and it's all with plants. Yeah, and I you know, I'm at my desk at five thirty every almost every morning. You are, you're much better. And <laughs> uh, outside, you know, working all day or in the shop and, and, and I almost I very rarely take naps these days. Although the winter was a little tough. I gotta admit I got a little fluff over the this, winter. This winter was a little tough and I think it was we, cold, just cold. Now we did live in southern Utah for a few years where the weather <laughs> we lived in beautiful Saint George. The Utah. weather was obscenely good. It was and it was beautiful. So all it's the time. Tough to come back to the Midwest, Central Kansas. Oh, Jesus, the desert makes you soft. It does because I'm from Chicago, and you'd think I'd be tough as nails when it comes to the weather. But and I grew up with oh, ice God. storms and everything, and I'm freezing my ass off here. Yes, yeah, so am I. And how many fake fur coats do I oh, wear Jesus. around the house all winter I'm long? So tired of wearing jackets. <laughs> Me no, too. it was just a cold winter. It and, was. And well, we've been back two years, but yeah, the desert makes you soft. It really does. And now we did uh, we did have more f- access to vegan foods out west. Oh my when we god, lived there. a ton of so foods. sometimes when I'm here in town and I'll buy something um, like I was eating bagels for a while, um, and the store stopped carrying them. I don't know why because I was buying them all the time. So it's it's sometimes they'll carry my stuff for a while and then well, and I it think will be the, gone. I think the key there um, is don't try. Don't try to replace things. Right. So in other words, if you give up meat, if you give up dairy, if you give up wheat, don't try to replace those. If you find a replacement that's a uh, um, a periodic thing, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't make your goal, I want to replace this thing. Yes. And that's an easy trap to fall into. Yeah, no, it is. You have to change your mindset. It, absolutely. Really do. And, and it, take, it took, I don't know, it took my taste buds, what, I don't know, six months to a year to change. Yeah. But now, and I think you're the same way, we find that we like different foods now. We do. Spicy foods. Curry. The hotter, the better. <laughs> well, for you especially. Yeah. Well, I'm making a vindaloo for dinner tomorrow. I know that. <laughs> it's too late tonight. But uh, but yeah, uh, it you know, it's definitely, it, it is a change in mindset. It definitely is. So we'll talk about what we both eat in a day. Now that I think we kind of have it down, hang on, our rhythm. Me, hang on, let me go get another cookie. <laughs> A vegan cookie. Not that it's any better. <laughs> what difference does it make? 
Well, sugar. Well, yeah. So we'll, we'll, so, we'll, we'll talk about that, sugar. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that. So right. every morning when I get up, um, I usually have a black cup of coffee. And, and for me, it's all about the black coffee. It took me a long... Just from age 10, I was drinking coffee and always creamer in the coffee. And throughout my seven and a half, seven years really of being vegan, I went from cream, different creamer, different creamer. My taste buds would change. I wouldn't like that vegan creamer anymore. I had to get another one. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was. God. <laughs> what was it? It was. I've invested <laughs> thousands in creamer over the you years. Have. And yeah. now, now. I cannot get enough of black coffee. I love black coffee. Thank goodness. So once a week, I will have my daughter and I, or James and I, will go have, I'll get like a skinny latte with almond milk. Um, but besides that, I'm pretty good. I don't know what the hell I had today because it wasn't what I ordered. It wasn't what you ordered, no, but you had oat whatever. milk in it. Yeah, but it, it was too frou-frou. <laughs> I noticed you didn't even drink it all. It no, I on did. The no, oh, I did. Okay. I, I finally finished it. Well, it was too sweet. So, yeah, I mean, we, we eat differently, but one of the things that we, we try to keep a cap on is sugar because sugar is a freaking killer and i've got a yes. mouthful of sweet teeth yeah. i mean and I, I don't really not really i could eat the bottom out of a whole blimpy you could candy store you could yeah and yeah no i could so <laughs> but it you know sugar is one of those things that you can find lots of vegan foods that are full of sugar definitely you can buy vegan donuts still and Oreos are vegan, by the way. Yes, they just came out with gluten, which I don't eat gluten. I think I mentioned that in my last podcast. And, and oh, Jesus, are they good. Oh, you can't even tell the difference. And I told James, do not bring any more into the house for like the next six months because I will eat a couple. And I don't really want to, but they're good. (laughs) She'll eat three or four and then say, here, you need to finish these. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm bad. I'm the the kitchen garbage can. You are. Yeah. So every morning when I he gets up earlier than me, um, that's something that's I'm not a morning person anymore. And oh, I used to be. I used to get up at three thirty in the morning, six miles done. You know, then eat breakfast, and now now I have to tell her it's eight o'clock. <laughs> Sometimes, well, the dogs will wake me up about two two thirty, and I'll be up with them, and then I'll fall back to sleep most days. Yeah, and then. You're not the best example of a good sleep cycle, so we we don't. I'm not. You know, we don't have to do that. No, but we don't. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, you. Uh, I think it will change in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So in the morning, I get up, have my black coffee. I will uh, make myself a smoothie, um, maybe about a quarter to a half of an avocado in there with a banana, some oats, um, blueberries. Always blueberries. I have blueberries every day. Um, some almond milk, oat milk, whatever I have in the fridge, uh, plant based milk. And that's my breakfast until I need second breakfast. <laughs> yeah, which is usually where I start eating. I don't usually eat breakfast because I'm not hungry. I grab my coffee, yep. mill around for a while. That amazes me. I don't know how you don't eat breakfast. And then, <laughs> and then you know, maybe 9 or 10, I'm starting to get hungry. So I'll kind of eat brunch because if there's a curry in the fridge, by God, I'm going to eat curry at 10 a.m. I don't care yes. anymore. Yes. But I kind of eat when I'm hungry. That's and, good. And that's the thing. When the, the, the things we eat, my rule is kind of, well, eat when you're hungry. Just don't overeat when you're hungry. Right. And that sometimes is hard to do uh, because, you know, you don't realize you're full until a few minutes after you're full. And by then, you've had too much. Right. Well, so, I definitely don't overeat. I'm all no. about portion control for me while I'm, especially while I'm working out so much and tracking. So, Yeah. And it makes you hungry. The working out makes you really oh hungry. God, so yes. so you have to have a heightened sense of what it is you're eating. You really do. Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, lunch, I'll, 
whether I make a veggie burger, sweet potato, love sweet potato and greens. Yeah, salads, baked, baked potatoes, veggies. With salad. I'll eat all that together, by the way. <laughs> batch of batch of the uh, Mexican quinoa dish. Yes, the Mexican quinoa is the, the best. One, the one pot quinoa. That's something you can throw in a container. You can warm it up. It's the bee's knees. It really is. The dog's bollocks. It really is. <laughs> and then I'll have an afternoon. Sometimes I'll do a smoothie. Um, or a my, bar. Or, or a post-workout smoothie if I'm doing weights that day, if mm-hmm. I'm lifting weights. And... I will have uh, maybe a half a bar with um, my evening coffee after dinner. And then I'll usually fast about 6.30. I do about 13-hour fast, sometimes more. But 13 hours is pretty good for me. And it's all about coffee. It is all about coffee for us. And we should probably mention we don't drink alcohol. No, not not at all. Not because we have any sort of moral objection to it, but we just don't find it useful. And we really don't have any desire to drink alcohol. I never have my my whole life. And I I haven't. How many years has it been since I even had a lager with my curry at an Indian restaurant? Probably 10 years at least. At least. At least, yeah. But it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't bother. So drinking is another thing that I think people are a little too flippant about. Yes. Uh, It. You know, the things that are in alcohol are, are generally not good for you. Now, of course, you hear, oh, a glass of red wine is good for you, this and that. Sure, a lot of things are good for you in small amounts. Right. But it should be things like that. Indulgences should be just that. They should be a treat, an indulgence, a periodic thing, a moderated thing. Right. Not if a, you have to have a beer or alcohol every night yeah, or if, every day. Yeah, if you say to yourself, I need a drink. Right. I've never said that to myself. But it instead of a habitual thing, make the treats an indulgence. Make them a treat. Exactly. And then it doesn't become so much of an issue anymore. Really? It doesn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we have some treats. We do. Uh, of course, you, you have know. to. Yeah. I, mean, I have my treat cheat day. <laughs> no, exactly. I do. I, I, I kind of feel like I need that at least once a week. Yeah, well, you can't, you know, you uh, you can't suppress yourself completely right. because then you'll completely just go off the rails. That's why probably why a lot of people just go off the rails. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I guess we should talk a little bit about my walking. <laughs> You've definitely supported me over how many years? <laughs> a lot. Yes. Um, I love walking. I mentioned that in my last podcast. That's what this is supposed to be all about. Race walking. Yes, I love race walking. You don't have to be a race walker. (laughs) We apologize. Those are our dogs. (laughs) Titus and Chiska. They want to be part of the podcast. All right. Okay. Lay down. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll talk more about walking in the future. Um, I more wanted to talk about nutrition, but... Um, I definitely just want people to get out there and start walking. If you have any questions for me about walking, um, d- hit me up, um, send me a Facebook message, send me a uh, message on Instagram, however you want to send me a message, and I will be glad to address that in the future. Again, I will um, be contacting different race walkers and power walkers and people who just have a love for walking um, and have them on the podcast. And I think we could probably wrap things up wrapping it up then (laughs) all right 
Susan Rico, do you have any parting words of wisdom for us today? Words of wisdom? Well, I think I'll leave the words of wisdom for you at the very end. Oh, golly. (laughs) But I want you to join me next time where I'll answer more questions and we'll talk about walker-friendly races so you can sign up and get out there. And so this is Susan with Walking Your Way to Fitness signing off. Um, Now get moving and log some miles. And always remember, it's your body, your health, and your responsibility.